Hey guys, this is a Latin Babbler and I'm doing a morning edition that I'm going to be starting every day just to kind of give my thoughts on what's taking place in our surroundings. Uh, a little different from what we do in the evening time where we're talking about different topics and different types of, you know, uh, segments just to try to entertain you and try to have fun. Try to get a little more serious uh, because there's a lot taking place that we just don't seem to quite get a grip on. And it's a huge debate, you know, what our society has come around to. Uh, we're dealing a lot with COVID. And COVID is like the biggest thing that's out there. Um, it's pretty much have taken place in our lives, has taken a segment of what we consider to be normal in society today with all the social distancing, increased cases, because, you know, people don't want to adhere to you know the things that we're being told to adhere to because of for whatever reason our pride our freedom whatever you want to call it these are the things that people are using as their excuse to try and do that politicians aren't helping i mean politicians are basically just fighting with each other like a bunch of toddlers you know fighting back and forth the people are joining them in this fight so you got people protesting and acting like fools in some cases not all cases but in some cases and for, you know, that's just basically trickling down into our society. So where you see a divide in, in government, you're seeing a divide in the people. So it's not like people are now choosing their politicians like they do football teams. So you got, you know, Democrats, you got Republicans, and now you got supposedly the liberal left and the liberal right. And I don't care which side you're on. You're both wrong when it comes to the point of not being able to agree with each other. But, you know, I think in some cases we're taking things to a ridiculous extreme. Just recently, we're starting to see things where people are just completely acting like, uh, you know, for lack of a better word, asses. You have kids in Alabama doing COVID parties uh, where they are uh, basically, you know, having bets to see who will catch it first or who can catch it first and offering like a $100 prize if they do that. You got churches and, you know, uh, all around this nation who are deciding that Regardless of what, you know, the, the politicians or what our leaders are saying, that we're just going to do what we want to do. And, you know, I'm a Christian, so I, I, I have a I have a strong faith. You know, I don't carry it with my mouth. My mouth has always been the same. You know, I turn around and I publicly speak out against anything that I feel that is wrong. Uh, whether you want to think it's opinion, I base a lot of my stuff on facts. Um, I'm very open-minded. I'm not, you know, one of those ignorant people who tries to shut their minds off to everything. But... We seem to, to have gotten to the point where we just don't care. And so, you know, I figured to give my opinion here. One of the things that you guys need to understand is every person's action, whether it's, you know, for the sake of yourselves or for the sake of others, has a reaction. And it's just going to do that. So we have, you know, people in supermarkets who decide they want to argue because they don't want to wear masks. We have people in beaches who don't want to adhere to whatever they want to adhere to because of the fact that it's okay for them. You know, we have people in parks doing the same thing. And what it's amounting to is that it's amounting to what you see today. So you have a, a ton of cases since governments decided to reopen. You know, businesses at first weren't adhering to uh, the policies that were being put out. You know, you get told, hey, let's uh, let's start with the masks. Let's start with, uh, you know, antiseptics and everything to try and... Uh, reduce the flow of what's taking place and what's taking place is people just don't care. It seems like their, their freedoms are being infringed upon, their their rights, people arguing about it, people getting into fights. 
you know, and I don't care what side of the spectrum you're on. So whether you are a protester and you're out there for what you believe in and you decide not to do it without protecting yourself or whether you're in a church and you decide that you want to do that and you're not protecting yourself, you're both putting everybody else at risk. And it doesn't matter how you see it because I've seen the arguments. I've seen people saying, oh, this is just like the flu and it's not. Or, hey, the survival rate to this is actually really low. And yes, you might be right, but, you know, 150 people just in the U.S. alone have died. So I would like for you to explain to those families, you know, that their significant one that passed away is the one that was at low risk. And so that for, therefore it was justified that it was okay because, you know, you wouldn't do that to anybody else. So you wouldn't do that enough. Somebody died in a car accident. You wouldn't go up to the funeral and say, hey, you know what? I mean, the probability of him dying this way is actually really low, but I feel for you because, you know, things happen. Well, for a car accident, you can't prevent that, okay? You'll sit there and be driving, somebody can hit you from the side. Corona, however, you can, because you have the decision-making process as to whether you want to go to an event, want to attend an event, want to hold an event, want to be the receiver of an event, and or how you maneuver that event. So whether or not you use the, the qualifications that you have to use or the, the prerequisites you have to use in order to turn around and establish a healthy, safe environment for the people who are going to be attending that event and whether or not the people who are going to that event are going to take the precautions that they're supposed to be to do. Now, it's affected our way of life in every way, shape or form. It's affected our way of life. And so I think the thing that frustrates me the most, which is my thought for this this morning, is that we want things to go back to normal. Yet for whatever reason, we want to do everything opposite to what it takes to make things go back into normal. So we want to be able to go to the movie theaters. We want to be able to turn around and we want to go to uh, you know restaurants. We want to be able to enjoy bowling without having to do social distancing You know every other lane. We want to be able to go to our clubs. We want to be able to go to our bars. We want to be able to have lunch with our friends and our families. We want to be able to see our friends be able to partake into different things. And yet, for whatever reason, society has decided to do everything opposite of that to make sure that that takes place. And it undermines the ability for somebody who's actually following the information, following the structure and following the precautions to experience their best life because of unselfish people who decided they don't want to experience theirs. And I think that that's a problem. We have a society in which we are losing jobs because businesses are being told to close down. Okay, we're basically playing unemployment to millions of Americans who I'm sure would rather be receiving money uh, on their own making, be able to go out, be able to experience coworkers, be able to experience happy hours and things of that nature. And they can't because their businesses are not allowed to open because they're not essential, at least in some states. Some states don't care. They're just opening and their cases keep rising. And that's fine if you want to, if you think that there's okay, cases keep rising. So if you want to say the argument, well, protesters aren't, you know, protesters aren't stopping. Well, you know what? I'm saying the same thing about protesters. I don't believe they should be out there. Okay. Be smart. The majority of people who are dying of COVID are actually minorities. So minorities protesting out in these protests, guess what? They're killing themselves. And if you don't think so, just pay attention to who's actually catching COVID. It's all minorities. So unless minorities are passing it to each other at the supermarket all the time, a lot of it has to do with how these people are interacting with each other. It's just a fact. 
you can't deny it because you want to be ignorant about it or because you want to be you know you want to have a, a voice and say oh that's not that's not what's taking place it is what's taking place the majority of the COVID victims who have catched it are people who are sitting there working other hispanics who are working essential jobs okay the guy who's sitting there working at uh, the starbucks that i just came from he's risking his life in order to turn around and be able to provide me a mango dragon fruit this is just facts and so we have to do everything in our power to make sure that he is protected as well not just that he's protected from us so I just find it extremely disingenuous from people to use it as an excuse to try and justify why they go to certain places, why they do certain things, but in essence, eventually cause and affect somebody else's life just so that they can enjoy theirs. And we have to remember that, yes, many of us will probably catch it and many of us will probably survive it. Well, guess what? Let's say you don't know you have it and you go to another location where there are other people and you pass that infection other to somebody else. Well, just because your immune system is capable of doing that and just because you were able to survive it does not mean that the person who you pass it on to is capable of sustaining that same result. What if the person you pass it to is a 10-year-old child who does not have the capabilities of being able to survive this? Or what if you're passing it to somebody who's elderly? Are you then an accessory to murder? Because you're literally passing it, not protecting yourself, or have caught it and didn't know, even though you were in situations where you didn't uh, protect yourself, and now the person who pays isn't you because you survived it, but the person who pays is the person that you passed it on to. We have to think about that. And we have to think about the moral compass that we have if we don't think about that. And our politicians should do better to enforce some of the things that they are explicitly asking people to do. So if you're a business, you should be making sure that people aren't getting their masks and then taking them off once they go inside. Or if you're a business and you're expecting people to actually wear these masks or whatever conditions that you have, that you make sure you adhere to it. If you're a restaurant and you know that you're overpopulating the restaurant, you're not practicing social distancing and so forth, you're just as at fault for the numbers going up just because you're trying to keep your numbers up. And I get it, I understand it completely that you would want to your business to survive. In no way, shape or form am I saying, you know, completely shut down unless your you know, governor tells you to, then you need to shut down because your insurance will be canceled if you don't follow a safety order. That's just the way it works, people. People don't want to realize that. You don't follow the law, you can turn around and have your license canceled. That's just the way it is. So if you're not making sure that people adhere to it, you're just as much as the problem as the people who are attending these events or attending these restaurants or attending these items. And I think that we as a society need to start changing the way that we start viewing things because it's not just in this area, it's in a wide spectrum. We're allowing to, people are saying, you know what? I want to do what I want to do. I want to say what I want to say. And I want to have no repercussions and no, you know, circumstances or any penalties or anything like that when it comes to it. And it's just like when you're turning around and you're speeding 100 miles an hour on a 60 or a 70 on a highway and you get caught and then you get upset that you get caught and you get a ticket for reckless driving. Well, guess what? You may not have hurt somebody. Okay. You may have been putting your own life at risk and that's the way you see it until your car crashes into somebody else's car where you take the life of somebody who's in the other car. 
they didn't leave their house that day thinking they were going to get slammed by a car at 105, you know, 105 miles an hour. They weren't expecting that. And it's the same with COVID. When somebody leaves their house and they wear all the protection, they do all the, everything that they have to do, it doesn't mean that they're guaranteed that they're not going to catch it. So people saying, oh, well, you're still going to catch it whether or not you turn around. Well, guess what? You wear condoms. They're only 97% effective. Some of you guys use birth control. Some of you ladies use birth controls. They're not 100% effective. You still use them, right? Why do you still use them? Why? Because it helps prevent pregnancies. So why do we wear masks? Because it helps prevent the spread of the virus. Whether you agree with it or not, it does prevent spread the virus. Even if it's minor. If two people don't get it because they're wearing masks, then that's two people less. But instead, what we ended up happening is we now have people protesting everywhere, people doing all kinds of activities everywhere. And every day we're seeing cases rise and cases rise and cases rise. Well, what, what does that do? Well, it puts our politicians in a very bad situation. They have to turn around and make a decision. The only decision they can make is to force you now to not be able to do half of the things that you would like to do. And are you going to blame them? Of course not. You're literally at fault for that. It's your fault that the majority of Americans are not able to lead a normal life because you decided that your moment in time was necessary. And you have to think about it. It's extremely selfish, okay? Extremely ignorant and extremely uncalled for. And you can call me whatever you want. You can, you know, unfollow the show. You can do whatever you want. You know, concerning that, it's not gonna stop me from having a voice on this issue. It's not gonna stop me from having a voice on politics. We'll be doing it every Sunday, by the way. But from this standpoint, it just looks really, really bad for us to be screaming foul while producing foul. It just makes no sense whatsoever. It doesn't. And so we have to take a hard look. Leaders, you know, parents, friends, families, you know, significant others, as to what are we going to do until we have a vaccine or until we have something that we can possibly... Uh, contain this situation, what are we going to do in the meantime? And if the answer is not to take precautions, then you have to start wondering what type of moral judgment you have. You're basically putting yourself first before anybody else. I think that that's a serious problem. And I think it's something that everybody should be looking into as they walk out and their waiter looks like they're using, you know, gear that's out of a movie or a 1980s movie because they're trying to protect themselves from you or because they're following a stand because that's what they're doing. They're, they're not wearing that, all that gear to protect them, to protect you from them. They're wearing that gear to protect themselves from you. And you're supposed to be wearing your gear to protect yourself from them. Now, I'm not saying if you're with your family, you know, or if you go to the beach and you see that there's barely, you know, basically anybody there. Like I go to my, I go to the beach with my family and we, we make sure that we're a good segment apart from everybody else. You know, I'm not playing that game. I'm not going to sit there. If I see a beach is too full, I'm moving on. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to sit there and, you know, risk my life for anybody else. I'm not going to risk my life in large gatherings for anybody else. I have a family to protect. That's the way we do it. Okay. I'm not going to undermine the process for somebody else just because I want to go to the beach. Nor do I think that anybody else should be sitting there going out of their way to try and undermine the process so that they can do what they want to do. I just think that that's unfair. And I just think that it's unrealistic when we come to a conclusion as to what is going to help or, you know, prevent more cases and more deaths concerning this topic. 
So we've been talking COVID in the Latin Babbler show pretty much for almost every week. We've been doing it nonstop. Um, we started switching to a, you know, lighter segment because we've heard some people say, hey, you know what, we, we've been hearing COVID a lot, but apparently we haven't been hearing COVID enough because people keep thinking that it's not an issue and it's an issue. It's a serious issue and it's starting to affect us and it's starting to affect our way of life. And for a while, we saw things start going down when people were adhering to the 14-day quarantine. The minute things started opening up, people said, hey, you know what? It's not just enough to open up, but it's, you know, it's enough to turn around and go out there and just be completely irresponsible with the way we do life. Well, I'm watching videos of, you know, five-year-old kids having trouble breathing on respirators or ventilations or whatever they call them. That kid didn't catch it on his own. He didn't go out there, you know, trying to catch COVID. He either had a parent who was completely irresponsible and didn't take care of him, or he had somebody who was completely irresponsible and wasn't taking care of themselves and they turned around and they passed it on to him. But he's fighting for his life and the person who survived didn't care. So what happens if that kid passes away? Do we chalk him off as like the minor? Oh, people don't turn around and die that much from COVID. Okay, well, that kid did. It's the same thing when we sit there and talk about racial issues. Oh, that person didn't turn around and, uh, you know, it's an anomaly. They die once in a few times. Okay, well, one person's dead. Does it really matter how many times it's happened? One person died. Where's our moral judgment, people? At what point do you think a lives matter? And I'm not talking about the all lives or black lives. I'm talking about at what person, at what point in time do you feel that somebody's life matters enough for you to give a shit about how you conduct yourself? And so I want you guys to think about that because, you know, it's not going to go away. These politicians are being reckless and we keep trying to blame them. Some of them are trying to do the best that they can. We keep trying to blame them. Nobody's putting the blame on themselves. I have friends who, who will fight me on the mask issue. When I go hiking, I wear a mask. If I see anybody close to near me, I put that mask on. I always have that mask available. I'm not going to sit there and put myself or that person at risk. But for whatever reason, we think it's okay. And I don't think it's okay. I think we need to start doing some soul, church, soul searching. And I think it's time for people to start owning up and being accountable for what they're deciding to do. Because I got to go all dressed up to get a Starbucks drink. Simply because you decided not to. So I think we should think about it.